At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The numbers told the story they always do. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on v one of those idiots who believe in analytics. It is a numbers game here on VSIN. Happy to be with you. Jeff Parles here. Ben Wilson here. Slow jamming with Maolio. Vinny Maliolo coming in a half hour. Be excited to talk to Vinny about uh about getting closer and closer to the NCAA tournament, which by the way, Ben, it's always acceptable to blast the uh the, the March Madness CBS college basketball theme at any time, but it really becomes appropriate on the first. So Tuesday. Yes. So oh, I yes. think, I think we'll have to have our guy, uh, Kevin in the, in the corner, our audio engineer have to, that, it, that will replace smooth operator as the, uh, the song we play pre-show, even though you can't really, you can't really blast smooth operator though. Can't really blast that. Song. A counterintuitive. Yeah, a little bit. Sentence. A little, 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 you can't, you can't blast the easy listening. That's for sure. There, uh, Ben. Uh, <laughs> this we were kind of in NFL offseason silly season at the moment, at least until Aaron Rodgers makes his decision on will he retire, will he want to stay, will he want to be traded, because really the whole offseason's kind of paused until Rodgers makes that decision. Because the whole league, the way everyone plays this offseason is really impacted on how that domino falls. If Green Bay retains Aaron Rodgers, then Russell Wilson becomes the biggest name potentially available. Or Deshaun Watson, if Russell Wilson isn't available via trade. Deshaun Watson, we know, is available once the, uh, again, all those issues off the field, if those are resolved before... The off before the draft, realistically, we expect Watson to be dealt somewhere. And the odds right now, by the way, DraftKings has these odds. Bad MGM does not have these up right now. But you look at there are three markets right now for player futures, and it's a little bit different than what we've been seeing earlier in the week, where we saw who will be the next quarterback, who will take the next snap in Arizona, who will take the next snap in in Seattle, Green Bay. These markets are just who's who is that player? Because in the other markets, it was Aaron Rodgers versus the field, Kyler Murray versus the field, Russell Wilson versus the field. Somehow, Jameis Winston versus the field in the New Orleans ones, which I don't quite understand how that ended up happening. But Ben, right now at, at DraftKings, Green Bay, the first snap of the 2022-2023 season, Aaron Rodgers still a minus 280 favorite. Jordan Love is three to one. Everyone else plus seven fifty or longer. Jameis Winston at eight to one. Mariota at ten to one. Garoppolo, Minshew, Wentz, and Fitzpatrick at twelve to one. Hey, Kirk Benkirk makes the list at fourteen to one. He's in the organization, Jeff. I'm gonna say if Benkirk is taking the first snap, something has gone very wrong. If that's the case, fan favorite, Kirk Benkirk. Come <laughs> Did, on, he's no, he's no Ingle Martin. Did, Get out of here. Is Danny Hedling on the team still? He's on this list too. He's only a 16 to one. Russell Wilson is 18 to one. So I, I don't know. 
Ben, ben uh, again, uh, you're, you're you're one of our resident Packer fans here, and we we did touch on this a little bit yesterday, but I just touching on this again here because we're 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 assuming that a Rodgers decision comes either next week or the week after. If he's not the starter, the only bet here is Jordan Love. Wouldn't you just take a shot on Jordan Love at three to one and say, all right, if Rodgers leaves as a, at least as you as a Packer fan, it'd be like, all right, at least let's make some money on this. If Rodgers were to leave and knowing that the situation would become uh, much worse for the Packers potentially having success moving forward. What? So the, the essential, uh, Get out in front of an emotional head is what you're saying, Jeff. Well, and I'll say this, too, because we had the Dan Rossini report yesterday from ESPN. If you want to get involved in this market, the time to do so is now. Like, and this if, is if your you, last, like, and if last you really opportunity. Want to, if you really yeah. want to, because this is, this is not going to drag on to July. The, the decision is going to be made probably within the next month. It's probably going to come down in the middle of, uh, of, of like, St. Mary's and Dayton in the NCAA tournament, Jeff. It'll, it'll most likely get, to get buried here at some point. But, yes, if there, is a, if there is a bet to be made, if you, you know, from a quote-unquote value perspective, yes, because there's realistically – I mean, if you're Green Bay, too, we discussed everything about their approach from the front office perspective yesterday. You did not go up – you did not alienate your franchise quarterback two years ago to draft him in the first round – to then say, as soon as your star franchise quarterback leaves, uh, actually, based on one game of regular season activity, we don't have any confidence you starting. You just, you can't do that. You can't just, Correct. you can't preemptively Correct. hand the car keys to somebody and then just take them back retroactively. So it, it would be love, yes. But at the same time, you're, there are better things to bet on, Jeff. Like if you really want to have, if you really want to have fun, there are more things to, to probably uh, you, you don't know, want get, the, get a sweat on than, you, than this market. You don't want the emotional hedge. Like again, no. like come on, like the, you, if Aaron Rodgers leaves the Packers, that goes from being potentially again, the market is is settling in where it's a lean towards Rodgers coming back more than anything in the market, uh, because we saw what ha- we, we saw what happened uh, last year when Rodgers was supposedly retiring at the end of July. Those numbers dipped like crazy, and of course. Uh, a lot of non- – basically every number that was an NFC championship and Super Bowl got home on Green Bay. Uh, the uh, the Steelers, Ben, seems to be a talking point across uh, traditional media today. Mason Rudolph's 2-1. to one, Dwayne Haskins, 4-1. to one. Any rookie is plus 750. Josh Dobbs, who I forgot was in the organization, is 8-1. to one. Jameis at 8-1. to one. Bridgewater and Wentz and Garoppolo, 10-1. to one. Rodgers, Watson, Wilson, eleven to one. Mariota, twenty to one. Trubisky and Tyron at forty to one. Hello, Mitchell Trubisky. We have forgotten your uh, your existence there. <laughs> Look, you want me to feel you know depressed as a Packer fan? Try being a Steelers fan and reading that that list of names there, Jeff. I mean, that is uh, that is a doozy of names you're throwing. I, out I, I, I will say this: I think you have to take a shot on the plus seven fifty of any rookie. I think you should take a shot on that. Because Kenny Pickett falling to the Steelers is 100% in play. And I know that's an organization that is very patient, as we know. Uh, Especially with, again, they didn't bench Big Ben unless he was hurt. That was the only time he was taken out of the lineup, despite the fact that he wasn't any good this past year. Mason Rudolph was only benched for Duck Hodges because he was brutal in the games that he played. It is hard to see Pittsburgh go with a rookie, but I think that based off the number, 
they end up with Kenny Pickett. Kenny Pickett starting week one, Ben, that is 100% in play. Look, you're, you're picking 20th in the draft, and in a draft where we are expecting quarterbacks to potentially fall. So, yeah, it, it makes sense. And Pittsburgh has also been known, too, as a, as a proud franchise to come out and make some pretty bold statements every offseason. Remember, the, the statement last year was, we are going to commit to basically playing 1970s football and run, you know, smashing the ball down your throat. With a bad offensive line, no less. With a bad offensive line <laughs> and, an, and an innovative new wave offensive coordinator in Matt Canada. So it would not surprise me at all, Jeff, given, given the history there, to see that organization try and make a splash and, uh, and, and go big. I mean, the, the picket thing is, yeah, I mean, it's, it, it's a nice storyline. But, would, I mean, is that a team that would not be, a, a, you know, averse to, say, like a, a Malik Willis or somebody else who, who does great out well and does, mul- does multiple things well, which is the type of quarterback that, you go back to Ben Roethlisberger, has always, has always been a, someone who's fit well in that system. Look, I, here, here's the thing. Pickett could, there's a real chance Pickett doesn't get to them. Real chance of that. Pickett, I, again, if I'm drafting a rookie quarterback, Pickett is the only guy that I would take before the back end of the first round. I'm not buying Malik Wills in, a, in the NFL, at least, at least right away. I mean, you can't start him. You have to at least sit him and let him learn if he plays, if he's going to play in his rookie year, he's going to be later in the year. I don't like Sam Howell. I don't think he's that good. I wouldn't take Ritter. Who am I forgetting? I'm forgetting one more that could possibly slide into the first round. And if, if I'm forgetting who it is, that kind of proves my point, doesn't it? <laughs> it, does, it, does prove, on, on it does prove your point. On, on, on where I'm going here. I am but. seeing multiple mocks for what it's worth that do have Willis to Pittsburgh as of today. Yeah. No, uh, no, Daniel no, Jeremiah, the latest to, uh, to, to have that not uh, impossible. With, with his intel. It is not impossible to see Willis in, 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 uh, in Pittsburgh. It's not impossible. I, I, again, I would... If I were Pittsburgh, a picket is there, that would be the guy. And then, look, you could honestly trade back even a little bit in the first round and get one of those other guys if you really wanted to. Seahawks first snap, Russell Wilson's minus 250. Uh, any rookie quarterbacks, 5-1. to one. Geno Smith, the incumbent backup there in Seattle at 10-1. And then uh, a whole bunch of other options, which include Jacob Eason, who I'd forgotten, is now with the Seahawks as well at 16-1 to one there, Ben. Uh, this is You can't bet this market. You just can't bet this market because if you're Seattle, if it's not Russell Wilson, I don't know what you do moving forward. I really don't. You probably have to draft someone, but even though Russell was a third-round pick and started right away as a rookie, they don't have their first-round pick this year. The Jets have it. So it's one of those where if you're drafting a quarterback, it's a little later, and it's a little harder to do that two times in a row. Again, Russell Wilson was was a special type of player coming out of Wisconsin. Makes Gino would make sense given yeah. given that it's Pete Carroll's a head coach. He, I mean, look, he, his his numbers were not bad in in the Philly. He was okay. He, had, he was yeah, okay. He, he would be a very mediocre, serviceable guy to fill in. I, and this is the this the stretch, Jeff, of the NFL offseason where we start getting these these ridiculous stories coming out, like on the heels of Russell Wilson deleting the Seahawks from his social media, where you have Jim Irsay saying he is quote a huge fan of Russell Wilson and would quote love to make a blockbuster trade. And then you remember. Uh, oh yeah, the Colts don't have a first-round pick either. So, so good good luck with that, Jim <laughs> It's it's that time of year. Jeff. Well, that's the thing for Indianapolis. You want to if they want to get rid of Wentz, sure, but no one's going to trade a first-round pick again for Carson Wentz. <laughs> like that's not going to happen. And uh, it was kind of astounding that it even even on and on a compensatory status, it was still shocking that it happened. By the way, the Eagles. By the way, uh, three first-round picks. Maybe you call Seattle and see if you give up two of those for us. 
I would do it. That's the team. That's the team that, to me, if you get a Russell Wilson or, or if Deshaun Watson's off the field uh, issues are resolved, those would be the, that would be the team. I think that's the team that could take the lead in the NFC for sure with a better quarterback. We're going to college hoops. What do we like on today's card? That's next on the numbers game. Hoops Insight. Check out Coast to Coast Hoops with our guy Greg Hoops Peterson looking at every single game on the card. Not just major games, but minor games as well. Finding a betting opportunity on every single side in total on Coast to Coast Hoops with Greg Peterson. Every single game has a solid betting opportunity according to Greg. So download Coast to Coast Hoops today at vston.com slash podcast or wherever you get your podcasts. While you're there, Make sure you catch up on every single VSIN show as well. It is a numbers game here on VSIN. I'm Jeff Parles. Ben Wilson is here as well. Ben, uh, the uh, producer of the Lombardi line today, uh, Stephen Bond, which, by the way, happy birthday to uh, Stephen Bond today. Happy birthday. Uh, the uh, NFL Network has been rolling through the best games of the season these last few days, where the almost greatest result in the history of the league. The final game of the regular season, Chargers and Raiders, was number two. And I was thinking, oh, well, it has to be one. And, of course, it's Kansas City and Buffalo. So not a not a fine birthday treat for our guy, Bond, that he has to uh, at least have that on, the, on in the studio with him today. Seems particularly cruel. I don't know. Not not nice. I got to talk to I got to talk to our guy, Matt Hamilton, and see what, what, what what's up with that, guys. Can't torture the, the guy on his birthday. It's not nice. No, I, I didn't know that was Matt Hamilton's job description. Was nah, no, I don't know. no one various VEASAN producers. <laughs> uh, I don't hey, know. we can make up job responsibilities that don't exist for others, right? Right? Yeah. Sure. yeah Is why that a not? rhetorical question? I don't yeah, know. I don't know. It might as well be a rhetorical question at this point. Uh, college Hoops, we mentioned it earlier. Last night we go one-on-one on the show. Uh, Murray State just drilled Belmont. Very impressive from the racers. Who at this point, Ben, if they're on the 8-9 line and they're – in the same region with Auburn or Kansas, that is going to probably be a, a assuming they get by the eight nine game, that would probably be a bet in a round of thirty two, maybe even outright at this point. Uh, they are very much in the they're very Loyola good. stratosphere for me this year. They're very I, I good. Had Loyola over Illinois last year. That that would profile the uh, like the worst case scenarios if you get Murray State in that eight nine with Gonzaga, which is, would be the most unfortunate development. For, but I, I, it would surprise me if the committee actually did that, Jeff, and actually screwed Murray State that way this year. Because they are a legitimate second weekend team. No, I, I absolutely. And this team will be seeded better than the John Morant team that uh, just absolutely pummeled Marquette in the round of 64 in 2019. And then, of course, uh, came up short against uh, Florida State, right? That was Florida State in the second round that year. That sounds, right. so, yeah. that sounds right, because Florida State then flipped around and lost to Gonzaga the following round. Tonight, the card, uh, I, the card's not great tonight, Ben. It's usually not great on Friday nights, but uh, really not great tonight. We got uh, we have Mac, we have Sunbelt, we have Ivy, we have Mac with two A's, and uh, we, have, uh, we have two Big Ten games, and we have a great one in San Diego tonight, too. So it's really not a really not a uh, really not a great card today. But I, I did find at least two I can look at 
Uh, there's one that I will bet, and I will go to the Big Ten first. Uh, begrudgingly here, Ben Wilson. We're going to Northwestern and Penn State. Great game in State College tonight. Oh, we're going to lay the point and a half with the Indy Lions at home. Uh, Penn State is really, again, first year for Micah Shrewsbury as head coach. Pretty much a rebuild there in State College. They have been much better. They, they've been absolutely horrible away from uh, the Bryce Jordan Center this year. At home, though, they've been they've been reasonable. They're 9-4 and four at home. They beat Michigan State at home in conference play. They handled Indiana. They beat Iowa. They have some good conference home wins. They also beat Northwestern in, in Evanston earlier in the year. And Northwestern has gone completely the wrong direction over the last few weeks. So I like Penn State to sweep Northwestern on the season. We'll lay the point and a half. The only reason that you, I think you're looking at this being this short is because of uh, the first result in Evanston. Which, by the way, if you're just going box score hunting there, Northwestern shot 46% from three. Penn State shot 33% from three. There was a big free throw discrepancy actually towards Penn State. So that kind of slid it a little bit. But Penn State didn't shoot the ball particularly well from three in that game and still got a road win against Northwestern. The other game I'm looking at, this is a lean. We'll see if it's official play by the time it tips. <laughs> We're in the A-10, Ben. You have St. Louis at Richmond. Which who doesn't love Travis Ford on a Friday after uh, Friday evening in Richmond, Virginia? Here, Ben, but I, I've gotten burned by Richmond a few times this year. This is one of the teams that, at least in my rankings, doesn't really match up with the way that they've been priced in the market this year. And look, I got burned earlier this week. GW at home got torched in the second half by the Richmond Spiders. But at home tonight against a slew team that, Ben, it's pretty much a classic Travis Ford team. They are very talented. They are pretty good offensively. But for whatever reason, even though they're 19-9, they have lost a few games that they probably haven't deserved to lose this year. Pretty much classic Travis Ford. I actually like slew outright here. If I'm going to take slew, I'm going to money line it. I want to see if we can do a little bit better than plus 135. So plus three is pretty good, but I actually think slew, more talent than Richmond, gets it done on the road here tonight, uh, 7 o'clock Eastern time uh, for that one uh, there in Richmond. Big game in the 8-10. Both of these teams not really on the bubble, but again, a league that is looking to get multiple bids. Davidson's going regardless at this point, it's just a matter of can Virginia Commonwealth, another A-10 team, sneak into the tournament. And really, other than that, this slate, not that great. Ben, we, we were talking about during the break, though, the one Mountain West game tonight. San Diego State and San Jose State. 21 and a half is the, uh, is the line. San Diego State, of course, laying at 126 and a half. Your total. Do we do we dare take the points with the Spartans here, or, or, or do we not have the so, fortitude to do that? I I really want to. I just so I call. I had a San Jose State game earlier this year uh, for Stadium, and we do our our coaches meetings beforehand. And, and Tim Miles, who is you know, one of the more entertaining coaches we get to meet with all season, told me uh, he's like Ben, we might score 54 points in this game. It might be on 18 threes. That, that's just the type of team we are this year. And it, and like he's, he's a brutally honest coach. His team is very bad. It's a, it's a complete rebuild for San Jose State. The, he, it, he's admitted it. It's going to take a couple recruiting cycles to, get, cycles to get that team competitive. So you're telling me, like, you have a total, two of 126 and a half. You're facing the best defensive team in the country in San Diego State. 
only beat San Jose by 10 in San Jose earlier this year. And it's like, it's more of the thought of, all right, San, San Diego State, do you trust them laying over 20 against anybody with a team who really has one legitimate score in Matt Mitchell and a whole lot of guys who play at that glacial tempo, you're looking at mid-50s possession for a whole game. It just does not compute wanting to lay that big of a price. So that's my first thought, but if anything, it would be under here 126 and a half. I know it's the lowest total on the board today, Jeff. We've seen San Diego State against some of these bad bottom half of the Mountain West teams hold them to sub-55 pretty routinely, and I would expect the same tonight, at least on the, on the San Jose State side. The first matchup between these teams was in San Jose. Aztecs won by 10, 72-62. That was uh, earlier in the year back, uh, actually earlier this month. You want a good one on that, Jeff? That yeah, was the one of the Westgate cross-sport Super Bowl props. Yes, it was. <laughs> where it was San Jose State first-half points versus Bengals team total. Bengals, it was a pick em, but the juice was shaded at the Bengals. San Jose State cr- scratches across 22 first-half points. Bengals score 20, and you win <laughs> if you bet the Spartans in the first half. Though. I will say, just eyeballing this, I'm pretty sure the second half with 84 points is the highest half San Diego State has played in the last month. I believe so. So, yeah. uh, again, a little, bit, a little bit of a quicker pace, a lot of fouls in that game. Uh, look, a low total San Diego State, as we saw. Ben, you won the other night on primetime action with a first half in-game under that game in Boise like with the Broncos and the Aztecs went under as well. Pretty brutal beat if you had the Broncos that night with the Aztecs. So maybe, you know what, Ben? I might end up taking San Jose State by the time this game tips. I would love I, I would for you like, to, endure, to endure that sweat. I, 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 would, I would like to see a full 22 before we get going here in this one. But 21 and a half on the final game of the night. That's an 11 o'clock Eastern tip, 8 o'clock local time at Viejas Arena in San Diego for the Aztecs and the Spartans in the Mountain West. Before the final regular season, full regular season Saturday of the year for everybody because the smaller conference tournaments start next week. So that is your la- tomorrow's your last full 140 some odd game Saturday. So be ready for that. Uh, I've not I haven't seen many I haven't seen any numbers yet. So uh, diving into the card probably on primetime action tonight. I'll have a, a better gauge of where we'll be looking tomorrow on the card where the best matchup early in the day takes place in Fayetteville. Kentucky, who has been able to win without Ty Ty Washington and Xavier Wheeler, will be at Arkansas, who is the Hogs red hot right now, coming off another win against Florida. Winners of 12 of their last 13 and coverers of their 12 of their last 13 as well. We're slow jamming next. Vinny Maliulo joins the desk. We got a lot to talk about with Vinny on Friday, as we always do, as we wrap up the week here on a numbers game on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Jeff Parles here, in for Gil Alexander. Get an early start on your college hoops tournament betting with VSIN's full court bracket breakdown for betting coverage here on VSIN starting on the 13th of March. That's Sunday. It's a few Sundays from now with six hours of free live video streaming. On VEASAN.com, including the full bracket reveal on opening lines for every single game. The VEASAN College Hoops experts, including Greg Peterson, Wes Reynolds, Matt Humans, and more, will analyze every game and discuss with the bookmakers making the lines to find the best early value. 
Don't wait for the lines to move. Start your bracket and round one tournament betting with VSIN College Hoops and our experts on Sunday, March 13th at 6 o'clock Eastern Time, free at vsin.com. Let's get some slow jamming. Let's get some slow jamming here. There we go. That week is official. Mayolio in the house. What's up? How we doing, Farley? How do you do? I'm good. I'm good. It's been it's been a. I've had the true Gill experience this week. You have. So I. What is it? What are you talking tennis? No, well, come on. I I I can't tennis futures. I can't do that. Which, by the way, there was the the biggest tennis story this week was Zverev losing his mind at the. At the umpire and getting getting kicked out of the Acapulco tournament this he week. He went uh, he went full uh, John McEnroe. <laughs> yeah, and pretty, then some, Vinny. And then yeah. some. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it was yeah. interesting. It was so. a very uh, very brutal scene there, actually, more than anything. But uh, no, uh, I've been on primetime action all week as well. So the true you're everywhere. Double dip. You are you are the you are the <laughs> network, my friend. Well, at least at least for one week. You and maybe. you and Ben. Yeah, Ben, ben Wilson been everywhere too. Uh, Chris, I, I like to have a, a slow jamming with Vinny moment for me. I'm just, I'm just happy to be here, Vinny. Well, just to hear <laughs> that stuff. music. Good to be with you, Sweet guys. Sweet tones. Um, by the way, uh, in terms of uh, Selection Sunday as yes. well, two weeks from uh, from this Sunday, uh, we will be posting as we've done uh, you know, for the last five years uh, numbers right away. So as the pairings come out, uh, Chris Andrews. Uh, Rich Bacheleri. We're going to have uh, Nick Bogdanovich this year back with us, um, and uh, Jimmy Vaccaro and I will be uh, putting the numbers out as soon as the uh, as soon as the matchups come, and have at it. Come uh, come down to the South Point, get to the counter, and fire away. So uh, get that get that uh, up and running. So we're looking forward to it. You're running the uh, and the minus 105 juice comes the second weekend, yeah, right? Yeah, it comes uh, Sweet 16 yeah. on uh, through first sides. Uh, so that's uh, that's been popular. It was very popular for the Super Bowl this year, mm-hmm. as you know. And uh, but again, you know, you know, it's it's interesting and in what's uh, really evolved in the last several years. I'd say the last decade uh, is March Madness. Really is going to begin next week with with a lot of conference tournaments, Jeff. You know we've we've seen where uh, where folks who maybe they can't make it here for the actual tournament, uh, they they do enjoy coming for a lot of the conference tournaments. And by the way, there's five conference tournaments that take place here in Las Vegas now, so that adds to it. And of course, uh, booking all those games and uh, and all the uh, uh, the Power Six. Conferences now again in, in college basketball. Unlike college football, uh, there are six uh, power power six conferences because you have to throw the Big East in there. So. Now, now, now my brain's trying to figure out all five: WCC, WAC, right. Pac-12, Big West, and then who am I forgetting? Mountain, Mountain West. West. Mountain West, of course. Come on, Jeff. Of course, the Our hometown the Tom- tournament, the hometown Thomas and Mac uh, tournament, which might actually be the best tournament here this year. I I'll tell you what. Uh, don't don't. Did, don't go to sleep on uh, uh, the the Mountain West this year and the West Coast Conference. The West Coast is is a lot more than Gonzaga. Uh, you know, Santa Clara has been a, a surprise. Uh, so uh, you've got you know San Francisco. I mean, obviously Gonzaga is the class of the conference. But uh, look, it's St. Mary's uh, also. You know, uh, everybody kind of figured there would be a, a transition year this year for the conference, but it's not. And then uh, the Mountain West uh, has been uh, exceptional this year. There have been some great games. Colorado State, Boise, 
uh, but, you know, the Wyoming uh, game the other night was uh, with Colorado State was a great game. So, listen, I'm not suggesting uh, that those two conferences are uh, quite the the, uh, the power six conferences, but by, I will tell you, uh, particularly here in the West, you get an opportunity to watch them. Uh, uh, they're they're a lot of fun, and they're, and they're good teams. They're going to be tough outs. Those schools that get in. Vinny, you mentioned the conference tournaments because some will argue that the conference tournament week is every bit as fun as the actual tournament yeah. because it's more games, more teams involved, more betting opportunities. Just mm-hmm. take us through that week because that's a that's a complicated week from behind the desk as well. Yeah, I mean it's it, it look here, here's the thing it. It's complicated, but it's it's a, it's a labor of love too. Full disclosure, right? I mean, you, 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 we're back there. Uh, you're also really it, you're so focused. It's, there's so much more focus now too because you're watching all those games and anticipating what those teams are going to be like. And uh, it the following, when, when when selection Sunday does come up, right? And you're uh, you're really fine tuning. Uh, your power ratings and things like that. And, again, we're doing it independently. While we'll be watching the games together, we're making our notations separately. And when we put the numbers together for uh, the big tournament, th- they're separate. So it's you, you don't want us – it's not like, you know, four or five of us are, are back there and we're all going to have the exact same number on a matchup. We don't want that, you know. But now Chris, you know, Chris Andrews, our director, he'll say, "Look, you know, here's what we'll do, and we'll go around the room and we'll make a number, and then he'll say, well, okay, let's go with this to start.' But uh, in terms of getting ready for that, that's where you know the conference tournaments, conference week is acceptable, especially with some of the smaller conferences that really you don't, you know, get to see. You, you know, you look at uh, uh, the Murray State Belmont. Game uh, last night, you know. Now, now, I think Murray sweeps the series this year. Yes. Uh, so, obviously, in the driver's seat there. But now you're you're starting to look at potential Cinderellas, if you will, and uh, you know you get a pretty good idea of what those two schools are going to be like coming up. It's pretty good that you mentioned that because Ben and I talked about that earlier. Murray, Murray State was one I gave out on the show yesterday, which was mm-hmm. an easy non-sweater last yeah. night. But that's a team that ha- kind of has that Loyola Chicago deal with them, like last year where they're very good. If they're on the 8-9 line and you're the one seed, it may not be the best of matchups depending on which one seed it is. They get up and down the court. Uh, they you know they score. I mean, look what, look what they did to Belmont. Uh, I mean, Destroyed sort of, them. They, now, the game at, at Belmont uh, was, was closer, but Murray did prevail. And when you look at you know Murray and Belmont over the last few years, so they, they, they've, they've been just, you know, successful. They've been to class. Uh, but here, here's of that conference. But... Yeah, this is a, this is a school where you you can and and what happens too is professional betters they're, they're no these schools are no secrets to professional betters, but now Jeff like next week we're talking about the conference tournaments you're starting to see uh, you know casual fans are getting more involved early by get you know not only betting the games but watching them and and you know there, there's no there's no secrets anymore or a, le- a lot less secrets when it comes time to the uh, for the big tournament in a couple of weeks yeah no they look uh all these games are on television yeah. in some regard yeah. mm-hmm. if ESPN plus basically yeah. every conference yeah. is on there really other than the uh the colonial, which now is behind that paywall at Flow Sports for whatever reason, but yeah. regardless, not uh, helping themselves. Yeah, with not, that, not, they're not helping me either. Uh, <laughs> I will say, Vinny, I, I will say this too, though. You know, and, and again, here at Visa, when we have these kinds of discussions and we're pointing this out to people, a lot of people are, you know, over the years have said, "Why, why would you give? You know, why would you uh, encourage people to to get that kind of intel or, or, or focus on it?" Look, 
listen, the, it's going to create more betting interest. Yep. You know, so uh, look, use use uh, the, these games, use Vsin as a vehicle, uh, use uh, watch these games. And and listen to uh, what uh, what discussions go on here, and and you know what, make your make your uh, make your selections accordingly. We'll, we'll go to we'll we'll have that little baseball discussion we were talking about during the break. Yeah. In the next segment, mm-hmm. but uh, since we only have about a minute and a half before mm-hmm. we have to uh, we have to hit a break here, Vinny Gonzaga, boy, I, I know last year that that team probably was slightly better than they are this year, but Chet Holmgren is a is a scary scary guy to have to go against. You know, the Zags again. I I think they were probably better last year, and a lot of uh, they they are number one in in, uh, in in our power ratings too. I, I've not talked to anybody that doesn't have again. At least my colleagues. I'm sure some folks may uh, not have them number one, but uh, I've got them number one uh, along with uh, several of my colleagues because they continue to just refine their game as the season goes. But again, the conference is better than uh than people thought too. So when you start getting into these games, now it's certainly not the Power 5 conference uh or one of the Power 6 conferences as I mentioned. However, the Zags, you know, early on they they'll play anybody. They just can't, you know, now they have, they, they won't be able to play anybody until the, the tournament starts. I mean, they did have that loss to Duke early in the season. Um Duke is the class of the the ACC, but the ACC is down overall when you when you <clears throat> when you look at it. So um, yeah, the Zags are uh, they're tough. I mean they're 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 good. They're loaded. Uh, they're probably going to be a, a, a number one seed. I don't I don't see them. You know, I see them at least getting to the uh, the WCC title game, uh, and uh, they'll probably be a number one seed again. Would would imagine they'll probably steamroll through the WCC, even though the WCC is a lot better than it's been. But yeah, I don't know if they'll steamroll through it, but I, I think I could see them in the, in the title. I mean, I see them winning the tournament. They're a big favorite to win right. the tournament. They'll, they'll be you know. huge favorite as they always are to yeah. win the New Orleans in the WCC. More slow jamming with Vinny next on a numbers game. More than just the final score with one game parlay at Ben MGM. One game parlay is designed to make you use selections within a same game from over 400 different bet types, including team and player props. Log into your Ben MGM account today and create your best one game parlay before the game starts. New to Ben MGM, sign up today and make your first bet risk free up to $1,000 with bonus code VSIN1000. Plus, you'll earn BetMGM rewards points that can be redeemed for online bonuses or converted into comps for rooms, restaurants, and much more at over 20 MGM resorts nationwide. Try one game parlay today. This promotional offer is not available in Nevada or Mississippi, and one game parlay not available in Washington, D.C. It is a numbers game here on VSIN. We're slow jamming with Vinny Maliolo. Vinny, of course, to my right, Ben Wilson's here as well. Vinny, uh, Vinny, you going to Billy Joel tomorrow? Uh, no, I'm not going to Billy. I've been uh, a few times. I have something else tomorrow, but uh, it's a good show. Always a good show. Billy yeah. Joel puts uh, puts on a, a, an excellent performance. Yeah, that. So, I'll are you be, going? I'll be seeing him for the first time. Amazing. First time. Yeah, you'll like it. Yeah, I'm good, sure I will. Billy Joel. Yeah. Uh, you'll enjoy not it. not seeing him at either either uh, either on the island or uh, or at MSG in, was in always garden. a. Uh, 
I think, doesn't he have the record for the most uh, performances at the Garden? Yes. He's, I believe he's got a, a, a jersey he's got, in, he's in got, the he's, rafters. He's, he's got a retired number in right, the uh, rafters. Yes. Right next to Ewing and Reed and and uh, and everyone else. And, well, you uh, know, he was, a, he, was, he was a high flyer on the court, wasn't he? <laughs> Yes, I think he was a good free throw shooter. Yeah, yeah, Billy Joel. So. Yeah, that's that's how he got the nickname Piano Man, right? Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's, that's how he, he orchestrated the offense. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> Very good. Vinny, uh, you you guys have a prop, of yeah. course. Mm-hmm. Uh, you do this every year in college hoops. You do mm-hmm. it in college football as well. Yeah. Uh, the groupings. Uh, we can put them on our screen here at Veasan.com to win the NCAA tournament. Which team will win the title? And do you have? Four groups, technically, because the field is its own group. Right. But Group A right now, and based off the list of teams, not much of a shock that it's the favorite right now. Yeah. At minus 120. In that Group A, you're getting Gonzaga, Kentucky, Purdue, UCLA, Illinois, and Texas Tech. Yeah, we put this up uh, January 28th, and uh, we, we expanded the groups this year. And, and again, it's not like you you have every one of these teams going for you. Uh, and, and it's... Irregardless of how the pairings come out, what the regions are in the incident, this is this is a prop uh, for here at South Point Rampart and our sister properties uh, uh, in Mesquite, the uh, uh, the Virgin River and Casablanca resorts. So uh, you've got, as you mentioned, Group A, which opened at uh, uh, plus 180, so nine to five, and now is the uh, the favorite with uh, you mentioned Gonzaga, Kentucky, which I have number two by the way in my power ratings uh, after adjusting this week. Um, Purdue, UCLA, Illinois, and Texas Tech. Group B, Arizona, Baylor, Duke, LSU, Iowa, and Michigan State. And again, these uh, were put up uh, in, in the latter part of uh, January. Uh, they opened at plus 220, up to 3-1. to one. Group C, Auburn, Kansas, Houston, Villanova, Ohio State, with a big win last night, by the way, against Illinois on the road, uh, and Wisconsin, that opened at plus 220 up to 375. And then the field now up to 8 to 1 uh, and uh, open at $6. And some uh, some solid teams in the field. You got Tennessee, uh, USC uh, in the field, uh, and uh, several other uh, pretty good schools there. Yeah, I would I would not bet the field. That's all I would well, say. Well, I yeah, think we, we, yeah, we kind of yeah, figured yeah. when we put this together that the winner would come out of one of these, no, one of these groups. It, it, and I think it's safe to say we've got definitely the ones – Group, group A is strong. Uh, probably too. Well, in Group yeah. A, as it turns out now, you've got potentially uh, uh, two number ones, possibly three, depending on what, uh, if uh, Purdue gets on any kind of run. I think UCLA right. took a hit last night as well up at Oregon. Uh, but again, how they come out of their conference tournaments, I think, is going to uh, you know be a, a determining factor. And also the team that I think it very well could be the most dangerous non-number one or two seed if they end up on a three-line in Texas Tech in that group yes. A as well. Yep. Uh, now, as always, good, a fun prop as always. They're fun. That we you know we enjoy doing it. We tried to uh, uh, you know put some uh, you know sprinkle in uh, the Power Six conferences and of course Gonzaga. You've uh, you've got to consider. Um, so, uh, you know, it's interesting too, where, you know, the big 10, uh, seems to get a lot of love and it, it does, it's still a highly rated conference and, uh, did get some Twitter feedback yesterday. And the fact is, you know, they haven't won the NCAA tournament, mm-hmm. you know, what, since 2000 early, uh, yeah, I think it's 2000, but the fact of the matter is it's still a highly rated conference. They're going to put in a, a, a significant number of teams into the tournament 
And uh, who knows? Uh, uh, again, depending on what kind of run they get on. Now, number one, uh, the number one conference, uh, the Big Twelve, uh, is is there, and, and the SEC uh, are up there. Uh, but uh, the Big Ten is still. Uh, you've got to be mindful of the fact that how many uh, how many teams are going to put in the tournament. Uh, too. So we tried to sprinkle in a little bit of uh, everything into uh, into this prop, and it's uh, it's been fun getting uh, some some good play. We had some play over the uh, the Super or Super Bowl weekend, and now again, because and then with the NBA All Star break, it was all about college uh, college hoops, right? And right. and hockey for sure. But you know the NBA resumed last night. But now that the football season has come to uh, its conclusion for the year. Uh, now the general public is really going to start getting more involved with uh, with uh, college baskets. Vinny, uh, normally this would be ar- around when spring training games yeah. would actually start. Of course, mm-hmm. we're still in the lockout. Uh, Major League Baseball very well maybe canceling games if they don't reach a deal by yeah. Monday. And you don't have season win totals up because, of course, we don't know how many games are going to be played. You know, it's a good point you bring up because normally we would put them up around this week, right, or right around around Super Bowl time, but we don't know what the length of the season is going to be or not be. I mean, so without knowing how many games that are going to be played, you really can't. Uh... So, so the, the question I have more yeah. so than just the season win totals because – Let's say baseball axes games if they don't get a deal done by Monday, which Mm -hmm. it sure sounds like if they don't get a deal done by the end of Monday, games will start being canceled. Regular season games. Regular season games. Because we would already be into spring training games right now. I'm talking just from a future book perspective here. Mm -hmm. You're probably – those odds, just because if you have less games, you're going to have potentially more variants, Vinny. Mm -hmm. You would imagine that some people will probably come in and try to take some shots on some big, long prices – as games get canceled. Yeah, well, we don't have uh, as long a price for a couple of reasons, too. Don't forget, during this lockout, there's there's no trades going on, free agent signings, right? So it's uh, there's still, I believe, uh, some – let's say they, they, they settle it, whether it's Monday or whenever they settle this thing. And I think at some point they will. Whether or not the entire season gets in, I don't know, Jeff. But the fact of the matter is it's like we've talked about with the Super Bowl futures, right? With the with the the potential of of a quarterback carousel going on, uh, you really can't make some teams too high because you just there's going to be some could be some significant uh, upgrades or downgrades at quarterback for teams, right? So uh, the same thing in baseball, where you saw how active the Mets were, right? And the Mets have come down, right? The Mets, I don't think, are done, but they can't really. They're not doing anything now during this lockout, right? So, nothing, nothing can happen. <laughs> so, so, so with until this lockout gets settled, you won't get you know enormous prices or some of the prices that you might think uh, on on some teams because of that. And again, you just uh, you have to kind of wait and see. So it's impacting the future book from that perspective. And normally there would be more future book action. 
right now, but unfortunately, and the other thing about the lockout is, you know, I don't want to mi- minimize the uh, the uh, the preseason game, the exhibition games, but those are great day fillers right now because oh, they're yeah, always absolutely. going on. Even though their <laughs> limits are small, there's a lot of you know action. People like to, to to take a shot and you know sit around or on their lunch or whatever the case may be, and they've got action on uh, on the exhibition games. I uh, I will say, Vinny, that is one one market I still have never actually dove into. Never actually been a spring training game. That's probably the proud, proudest moment of my discipline I've ever had. I mean, you know, honestly, they just have to see there. the discipline there. No, I know it's, it's, it's a shocking turn of events, but no, no. Look, it, 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 you're, it's casual, it's but casual, it's so but, you know, people like it. You know, but, it's, but, it's but you're, you're right though, especially before next week, because you start really starting to see day college basketball games start right. in the middle of next week. Right. Mm-hmm. You, Monday, Tuesday next week, even at the end of this week when it was supposed yeah. to start, you'd have great, people Great fillers. You know, you have folks yeah. in the race book or folks, you know, around the property and things like that are just sitting around and, uh, you know, they, they take a little casual shot on some uh, some uh, some uh, spring training games, but not yet. How did the uh, how did the class go last week? We had a great class, great time. UNLV law students came through, and uh, they were great, great questions, great interest. And I think we uh, created uh, some uh, of the future bookies uh, of tomorrow were here last week. Vinny, thank you as always. Always good always to be great, always Good job, guys. Well done. Absolutely. Vinny Maliul, everyone. This has been a numbers game on VSIN. I'm Jeff Parles. Uh, Gill's back on Monday. The Lombardi line is next. See you on VSIN. 